you know the best part about owning this podcast is what is the best part gorian i can cut all that out i'm just gonna start the podcast right here oh i thought because fuck you for trying to sing while i'm trying to start this podcast i was just testing the microphones i didn't know you you were going open up your beer man open up my beer okay now our friend gorian insisted it's a twist off we're gonna find out i literally just twisted it off we're trying the the no name beer. the no name beer thank you doug ford it's the only good thing you've ever done for us is this six dollar beer you want six dollar for for six dollars for six just so hey whoa, whoa, whoa cheers here's to us Who's like us? Um, just so the people know at home, Rob um, Hoffman opened up his beer by using his T-shirt as a little hand shield because your arms aren't strong enough or something. No, your skin's really weak. Hands. You have really soft hands. Yeah, I have really soft skin. Wow. The soft skin. I'm sorry to hear Very that. Small, small true foe. It's gonna put me up a bit. Yeah, because we all know everybody wants more Gorian. How you been, man? Good, good. This is my first time in Toronto since the last time we recorded an episode. Yeah, it's also the first time we're doing this show. We're not doing it weekly right now. We're just going to do it whenever I get the fuck around to it. Just because, I don't know. Do, we, do you want to see me bring in Shavir every week? No, you don't. So no. I'll try and get something good for that. But until then, we got we got Hoffman here. How are you, man? Good, good. I almost wasn't here. You almost missed your flight today. Mm-hmm. I had an alarm set for 7.30 in the morning. And then I woke up at 8.53. This beer is not that bad. It's not that bad it's for a dollar. Good, actually, for a dollar. You know what you, I like about it is like it's not an IPA, it's not a lager, it's, it's just a mystery. It's literally just beer. It's like back in the day when like remember when I was when I messaged you when I was like, dude, remember when weed would smell like weed back in it in high school? When like you smell and you're like, wow, what is that? This is kind of what it smells like. It's just like beer. I can't put anything else other than it just smells and tastes like it smells beer. Smells tastes like beer. All right. Well, how have you been, man? Anything cool going on in New York City? Anything cool going on in New yeah. York City? Well, I saw a play last week. It was well, called Daddy. How was that? It was really wild. There was a full, fully functional swimming pool that went from <laughs> one end of the stage to the other. Isn't it just like a hole with some water in it? No, though? it was a full. No, there was there were jets in it. Like it was, it had a full filtration. It was a full pool, like a stage PA, just blowing bubbles into water or something. No, I mean like I was in the front row and I could stood up and look in, I stood up and looked into the water. Like it was a real pool. Anyway, they go in the pool and the whole front row gets splashed and splashed. <laughs> and Alan, this isn't fucking. World. And Al- and there's a gay sex scene in the pool where the one guy's leaning into the first row and Alan Cumming is giving it to him from behind and everybody's getting splashed and Michael Fassbender was getting splashed. He was in the audience. It was very wet. So Fassbender was just in the audience. He wasn't in the play? He was just chilling. He cool. was he liked it too. Did you have better seats than him? I was in the front row and he was in the second row. <laughs> hey, quiet down, Fassbender! Put your cock away, Fassbender! <laughs> We've all seen it. Oh, man. And this play had full frontal male nudity. It was three hours of Alan Cummings' foreskin. Let's not, you know, treat that like it's better than normal. Like, if there's a three-hour play that doesn't have any full frontal male nudity, I applaud that. I don't think we need to start showing dicks to everyone just because... I think that makes we do. it a better fucking play. Yes, I go does. see fucking Wizard of Oz with the little munchkins' cocks hanging out the yeah, whole time. Baby. Fuck that, dude. We represent the cocky pop guild. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. What is bad? Vi- oh, wait. Did you bring the ZD? What? No fucking ZD now? So what? No fucking ZD now? I got, ah, I got, ah, I got ah, a couple ah. there for you, man. Yeah, I got give, some me the, good- give me that one more. So what, no fucking ZD now? That's our boy, AJ <laughs> Sobrano. I got two more that are perfectly lined up for you. So when you feel the need to, like, you need something, you just let me know and I'll play one okay, of them. Okay, if I okay. need a little bit of inspiration, I'll give you a wave. Yeah, you give me a toss wave. toss one of those at me. Uh, what is bad bias? Wait, wait, we gotta go into the intro first. My bad, real quick. Let's do it. Men, 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 men
men, 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 manly men. Do 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 do. Men, 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 men. Who did that theme song? Because it's really fucking good. You mean who like wrote it? Yeah. I have no idea. They deserve a fucking Emmy or something. Maybe it was Charlie Sheen. Maybe. Could you imagine? Remember the little kid from Two and a Half Men? He got mad when he got older. That guy grew into like a flaming atheist. He was like super, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe he's like a super like. Maybe he got religious. Yeah, and he hated like yeah, gay people. Yeah. That's what it was. And, and he has like, like a God nasty... doesn't like Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh man, I wish I was rich like that kid. That'd be. I'd probably have a better. Yeah, yeah. The the gear's not doing too well these days. So he kind of just had to like manhandle it. Yeah, but think it. of how much more rich he would be. How much richer he would be had he not opened up his big mouth and shat all over Chuck Lorre. I guess so. But, like, honestly, as a child star like that, you probably don't get any good fucking roles afterwards anyways, right? Do we have anybody now that's, like, rather big that was a child star that we remember being a child star? That's, like, doing the same thing? I don't think so. Like, you got people like Culkin who are, like, making their own websites and whatnot or doing their own brands and whatever. But for the most part, seeing someone who's, like, a child actor, you know what's a good example? The kid from Glass. He came back and reprised his role in Glass, and he was really fucking good in that. I don't know. The guy I always said he was terrible. Really? What about Bella Thorne? Well, who's she related to? Or she was she a kid one? What was she in? She used to be on a Disney show called uh, I have no idea, all that jazz or something. All that? I don't. No, it wasn't all that. It was. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what show little girls were on. Man, I'm sorry. Sounded but off. Noises off. You? I don't know. All right. Well, let's get into the musings. Oh, wait, what is Bad Vice? <laughs> oh, Bad Vice is a podcast <laughs> between Gorian and his friend Robin. Hi, I'm Robin. And they shut up. <laughs> Continue. And they read advice columns, and then they offer their own spin on things. Yeah. And sometimes I come along and <laughs> offer the uh, Hasidic review of things. Uh, did you see that video I sent you on Instagram of the Hasidic Jew just, like, reading his Bible in traffic or whatever? No. He, this dude was speeding, and they got a video of this guy just, like, looking at his little book while he's driving. Very funny. I'll show it to after Well, the show. you gotta pray. You gotta pray, you know? All right. Speaking of prayers, Robin, yes. who's not here, she was on a flight from Portugal to South Africa. Is that right? Yeah. And... She went from, uh, she went from uh, Portugal to the UK, then UK to uh, right. Cape Town. Yes. South and Africa. Because I said Africa earlier and you fucking lost that. Well, it's not me. the same. Even Robin told us we just I'm spoke to her. I'm not saying it's the same. I just said it because that's where she is. I know, but we're, there's only white people where Robin is. So to say she's in <laughs> Africa kind of like implies the wrong thing. She's not in fucking Nairobi. She's in Cape Town. It's not the same. I don't think that just because... I say one place, you immediately think of one specific place that she's not in, clearly. It's like Robin is like Heart of Darkness. She's in like a boat paddling down <laughs> the Congo. It ain't me. Hum folks are on made to wave the flag. Ooh, the red, white, and blue. Are we doing, are we turning Heart of Darkness and going right to Apocalypse Now? I always confuse the two. And yeah, I think well, they're, they're Apocalypse Now is based on the book Heart of Darkness, but Heart of Darkness is the documentary, in, right? No, the book Heart of Darkness takes place in the Congo and then Apocalypse Now takes place during the Vietnam War. Uh, who gives a shit about any of that stuff anyways? What a great book. I read it in grade 11. Mr. Wagman's class. Fuck you, Mr. Wagman. One of the greatest teachers of all time. All right. I'm going to get like, on to it. You know what's cool about him is he loved HBO. Oh, yeah. And you'd come in and you'd be like, hey, did you see, did you see Game of Thrones last night? And he'd be like, did you see the Khaleesi? Ooh. <laughs> like like, the like after a Khaleesi had like a topless scene. Like, just like that Khaleesi scene. I was like, okay, oh you're, my my, you're my English teacher. It's Calm like, down. It's like, bro, we have porn online and we can just look at stuff now, you know? You don't have to It's not the same as Khaleesi. Real quick. And then, you know, Khaleesi started getting naked fewer and fewer times as the show went on. So that when it would happen, you were like, Khaleesi, here she's <laughs> back, baby. 
You see remember that episode where she was fully dressed and the whole building burnt down? Man, I don't know. And then she was just like show. standing there on fire naked? That was crazy. Alright. You ready? Yes. Alright. Muse me. Alright. I got one that I've been testing out on people this week, so if you heard it, I do apologize. Have I told you about the dogs? Have I asked you this yet? No, go ahead. Do you think you're smarter than the smartest dog alive on Earth right now? <sighs> yes, you asked me that. Okay. And, yeah, I, I and I very much explained to you the answer is yes. But because it, dogs no, are not that smart just scientifically. But it's the smartest dog of all time, but there's though. A, there's a, there's that, a cap. There's, there's no cap. There's got to be one that breaks the cap or something, man. Which one? Rain dog? <laughs> Rain dog. <laughs> How many biscuits are on the ground? <laughs> 37. <laughs> Hit. <laughs> okay all right all right let's get into this let's do it baby all right all right let's start with the dear abby dear abby i'm a woman in prison for embezzlement oh i was sentenced a year ago my problem is my fiance he's constantly saying that when i'm released in two and a half years we are going to have a series to talk about the reasons why i did the crime I have told him repeatedly that once I walk out of the prison gates, I won't want to discuss the reasons that put me here. I just want to put this horrible experience behind me. I know this has been difficult for him, and he wants answers, but can I get him to understand that I will have paid my debt to society and just want to focus on the future when it comes time for my release? Signed, Imprisoned in Virginia. Hmm. You know what would make this 100% different? If she stabbed the motherfucker and they died and that's why. Wouldn't you want to know like what they did? I just want to put it behind me. You don't get to. You're not allowed to. When you went to prison, I'm sorry, but that's like for life shit that I'm going to be asking you about. This is like some Orange is the New Black shit. Like she's going in there, lessing it up for a couple yeah. of years. Then she's going to come back to Jason Biggs. He's going to be like, what happened? Like, oh, go I fuck fu another pie. I fucked the pie when yeah. you were gone. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. What's the response here? Well, what, what, what do we think? Would Like she wants to know... How can I get him to understand that I'll have paid my debt to society and just want to focus on the future? Because this is your fiancé. Okay, let me just break it down for you. Fiancé, he's waiting two and a half years for you to get out of jail. He just wants some answers. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. This dude's like, oh, you know, like I'm just waiting to for her to get out of prison. And, you know, I'd kind of like to know why she was in there in the first place. And she's like, no! Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know... I don't want to say she owes it to him, but he's kind of like, they're not married. He's not binded to her. He's just going to sit there though. and fucking wait. And like, yeah, when you get home, like, give me a fucking hour or two to explain what happened. You can have a chill day tomorrow. I've been in jail for two years and two hours. No way. Can you get off my back, okay? What would be the first thing you'd do uh, if you got out of prison? What would be the first thing you'd like indulge in? Uh, Like a burger? I'd probably like pick up some McDonald's and then go home and like catch up on my TV shows. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's knocking stuff over. I'd probably go home and watch like the fourth season of True Detective. You know what would be really nice? Going what? to prison right when there's like really good TV on and you just get out in six years and you just have all this shit to catch up on. You have fucking Avengers Endgame. You have everything right now. You know now. it must be great going to one of those white collar prisons where like it's not really a prison. It's oh, just like a dude. fancy like tennis court. Yeah, and all that yeah. Shit. You got your TV. Oh man. Like what am I supposed to do? Well, you can read and watch HBO. It's like fucking <laughs> lock me up, baby. I've been watching a lot of prison documentaries and a lot of the people have TVs in their jail cells. I don't know how they get them or how much they pay, but a lot of times they just go in these like piece, people's units. Like the people that are like What's it called when it's like you're not in general pop? The other thing, like when they take you out of gen pop, those people have like really nice setups and they're all like individual cells and stuff. It kind of seems like you just like get into a fight and they kind of give you a little space to fucking relax in or something, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's not solitary experience. So no, no. You, know. you can still like hear other people like yelling across and whatnot. 
Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Call to your boys down the down the block. You know what scene always freaks me out? Cell block. Um, Cell block tango. Go ahead. The scene in House of Cards when I think it's the beginning of season four when it just cuts to the dude like reciting erotic like erotica on the top of his prison bed and the dude underneath just like jerking off. The dude that was uh, the the reporter that wanted to like catch Spacey. But then he gets blackmailed and thrown in prison. Remember that? He was jerking off? No, he was like, he was just like, because he was really good at writing, remember? So he was just came, he was just like, write these like erotic fan fictions or whatever. And the dude beneath him was like, using it as his porn. Do you not remember this? Yeah, I know the actor and I'm seeing him in my head, but I can't remember what his name was. You don't remember that scene? It was, it was like a throwaway scene at the beginning of the fourth season and you never see them again. Oh, just because after he'd gotten locked up. Exactly. He was the one that shot Spacey, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. That was a good fucking season, man. You know what? I'm gonna make a statement. <laughs> I'm gonna make a statement. House of Cards. Yeah. Like, except for the except for the way they ended it, the fact that like the last scene was the final scene of the show. Was fucking great. I really gotta fucking it finish really the last like, good. two seasons. The last season, like with fucking Claire, Robin, Robin Wright, and Greg Kinnear and Diane Lane and some mm. weird love tryst, just like going after, going at it, just like cutting each other down and like cheating each other. It was pretty good. Would you tell people you're Jewish if you went to prison? Depends on the prison. I guess so, right? It always depends. You're like, what the fuck are that? <laughs> what the fuck are those candles? Could do you think you could be an anti-Semite to save your own life? That's interesting. You mean like a Black Klansman sort of yeah. situation? Like, could, could you I be go under Wilson? Was that his name? Flip Wilson or something? Flip something? Yeah. Could I be Flip and be like, <laughs> like, now show me your cock. Let's see if you got that circumcision. That's true. They would look at your dick. I'd be like, <laughs> you would have caused some commotion. Like, you know, you slip on a bar of soap and we all yeah, like, fly out of for there. The, for the listeners that don't know what I look like, you know, I have a rather, I have rather goisha looks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm blonde. I, I have green eyes. My nose is just properly sized. Yeah. You know, you can get away with it. I can get away with it. But it's it's when I had to like the urinal, they'd lean over and be like, the <laughs> fuck is that? You'd have to like get some chew. Chewing gum from commissary yeah, so and kind of like wrap it around. around. <laughs> now, on Howard Stern this week, they were talking about this condition, pomosis or something, that happens oh, to... Oh, over, like, when you have too much foreskin? No, I don't know what it is, but it, it only happens to, to uncircumcised men, and it, mm-hmm. it's like... Maybe it's partially caused by diabetes or something, but the force, like the foreskin, like dr- like gets really tight and dries up, Ooh. and then your whole, and oh, you then can't the whole get head then. gets all inflamed, yeah. and it's a whole big deal. It just sounded terrible, dude. I and I, then I, when you get it, they circumcise you. And wait, you might be like forty, and they're just like. It's because the skin's too tight. Like if you haven't been like you know stretching it out your whole life or whatever. No, it's not that. It it, it it's, it's like a specific condition. It's, you it's can like get. something diabetes related in terms of like what a happens blood to your blood flow or yeah, something. It's something like that. Anyways, look it up. Pomosis. Pomosis, everyone. I think that's what it's called. All right, let me read this answer. Yeah. Turn on. Because we definitely just talked. To, I mean, we were kind of on we, track. Yeah, we we just I, I, be honest. You know, just be honest with your spouse. I can't believe this person wrote in from jail though. That's kind of interesting. That's what I mean. Like you have to have good. You have to have good access to live in the to be in the kind of prison where you can write an advice column. Dear imprisoned, I have an idea. Discuss your reasons for having committed embezzlement with your fiancé now before your sentence is up. Mm. He has provided his love by sticking with you, but if he's going to marry you, he deserves some honest answers. Although you may wish to close the gates behind you in this chapter of your life, that you are a convicted felon may be a negative impact when you enter the job market after your release, and you should be prepared for it. That's pretty, pretty true. fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't want him to back out of the... Now here's the question: What happened to that money she embezzled? You know, right, he, that's the now thing. he's like, yeah. oh, I met this girl. She's got cash. She's gonna put a ring on it. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like that money's gone now. She's gonna have to give that back. So, 
Yeah. Well, also, two and a half years. What a easy, what an easy amount of time to do for like an embezzlement. It's like bring a couple books, get like, some reading done. You have better odds doing that and succeeding than winning the fucking lottery. Like if I was like, yo, let's embezzle a company. Worst comes to worst, two years in prison in a cushy prison. Which somewhere. one of us would last longer in prison? Easily me. Yeah, but like yeah, you true. know, you you'd help us keep you you'd keep us out of prison. That's what your job would be. Oh, I'm honored that you think. Yeah, you got like the lawyers skills. and all that shit, and I'll be like, yeah. whoa, 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 what does that mean? You've what? got the lawyers of a veiled anti-Semitic uh, jab. What do you mean? Who's you? I, what lawyers do I know? Do you know any lawyers? Yeah, my uncle does, does real you, estate. Thank you. Thank he doesn't just like condos. He doesn't. He's not going to come testify. <laughs> you can sell the judge a house and hopefully yeah, we get sure. let off. Not a house, a condo. A condo. My bad. All right. A Marie Kondo. Hello. Spark joy, baby. All right. I got another one. What about me? I'll do two short ones. Oh, and okay. we'll, you know. Here's another Dear Abby. Dear, Dear Abby. Abby. Ooh, 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 ooh. Dear Abby, at the checkout counter, I noticed the clerk had a tattoo in the cleavage of her breasts. I could see it because of her low-cut blouse. What's the correct protocol? Should I ignore the obvious, or should I look closer to be sure I am seeing it correctly? <laughs> Ma'am, may I examine your bosom? He just takes out his fucking, like, monocle and kind of, like, leans in a bit closer uh, to it. Such uh, fine artistry. Is that a stick and poke? Oh, the pigmentation is uh, perfect. You know, what do you think of those tattoos? It's a new thing now that w- uh, w- some women are getting. It's, it's like, bl- it, it starts... Yeah, like in the right lower in the part of the cleavage, yeah, and it comes out and it comes downwards under, under the breasts. Boob. Yeah, it's all under boob. What do we think about that? Um, I mean, it's strange because usually those type of tattoos are almost always obscured by clothing. So right. it's always strange to see a tattoo that starts somewhere, but you can't see where it finishes. You know? Remember Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, "Let me see the rest of that solar system tattoo," and then reached his hand up. What? what that was that was story this? with him. He was like, "She had a tattoo of the solar system." Oh, and that it, was his Me Too story. Yes, and Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, "I just love the solar system. I had to see what was on the other side." Motherfucker, you know what planets come next, yeah, exactly. bitch. You were so clearly going in for something, man. May I reach your Saturn? Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, what's next? Ooh, I'm rising your Venus. I hope there's a dimension I'm in right now where he's not sexually abusing someone, you know, if there's infinite universes. Eh, I've it, never been so tied to NDG, NDT. I, I could do without him, to be honest. NDGT. He's kind of, like, full of himself, you know? Yeah. I'm like, like okay, that. Cosmos, yeah. quiet Sagan. <laughs> You, 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 you reminded me why we bullied nerds in the first fucking place, you know? Yeah, so they could have their own TV shows and sell yeah. out arenas. Jesus. We uh, were helping them! Should I compliment her on her Just nice kidding, tattoo? I never bullied anybody. What exactly am I do? What, am exa- what exactly am I to do while she's ringing up my purchase, signed, baffled in the Midwest? What are you supposed to do when you ring up your purchase? You fucking stand there. Maybe say, how's your day going? And you pay and you get the fuck out. But... Let's let's be real though, you know, if you got if you got a tattoo, you'd and it was in a public area, you'd expect people to like every now and then comment about it, right? Ex- expect but not you don't get it so that people are going to comment on exactly. it. Exactly. You didn't get it being like, "Oh, I work at I work at checkout counter and I yeah. really hope like fucking old guy who who's <laughs> such a fucking nut that he's going to write into an advice column about like how long is okay to stare at her tits because she has a tattoo? Cuz she has a tattoo, I'm welcome to stare, right? Like that's it not It could be a chick as well. We don't know, man. Oh, I just Assumed? Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, because you know what? A woman, you know, women, a woman would be, would be, would have more reason and would be a little bit smarter. And, and I think, you know, a woman would understand another woman to not 
fucking shove her head in her yeah. cleavage and take an examination. It's definitely a dude because it's, some, it's some like scummy dude. He goes a little bit too much into the cleavage. He's like, oh, it's in it's in the cleavage area, and I, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, it's like. I don't think anyone else would say it. They'd be like, hey, I like your tattoo. What is it? Oh, it's this. Oh, okay, cool. You know, not like, it's it's in the boob No, area. but just by him acknowledging it, he's acknowledging that he's staring into her shirt. Yeah. And he's just trying to get, like, an okay from it. Like, what think- does he want from her? Thank you for noticing. You want to go on a date? 60-year-old man who writes into advice columns? Want to read this answer? Uh, is this a, <laughs> is this an Abby? It's a, it's a, the Abbeys are really short, so yeah. It's okay, basically just... Dear Baffled, I'm so glad you asked. What you should do is keep your eyes focused on the tally the the computer monitor shows to be sure the checker is ringing up your purchase correctly. It's the way to make the breast of a touchy situation. Damn, Abby. Abby. No, I think Abby, you know, um, our friend. She's been doing this for like 20 years. I know, but our, you know, my my lord and savior, E. Jean, like she knows how to tell someone when they're being a fucking idiot. That's true. This is a little bit too polite. E. Jean is not afraid to alienate, to alienate the audience. She's not afraid to be like, oh, you wrote in? Well, you're never going to fucking write in again after this answer. (laughs) You're very aggressive with this answer, though. Am I? I think it's a fine line. Hey, you see that little drawing behind you? Is that a Hirschfeld? Uh, this here? Yeah, what's that from? That's from the uh, Criterion Collection of uh, Great Dictator. Air. I bet you it's a Hirschfeld. Probably. I don't fucking know. I just thought it looked cool. I cut it out of the artwork that came with it's it. It's really cool. All right. Want to do another musing? Yeah, muse me, baby. All right, what do we got here? But I, are we going to sing a song or something? Um. So this week, um, <laughs> yes. I was on set talking to people about this recently. Uh, for a good, like, 30 minutes the other day, mm-hmm. I tried moving something with my mind. Just because I've never actually, like, tried to in my life. So you don't really know if you can. You never tried? You didn't watch Matilda as a kid and be like, I'm going to move that bottle of Gatorade. Never seen Matilda. Or Matilda? Matilda. Matilda. It's a great movie, and it's directed by Danny DeVito. And he's in it, isn't he? Yes, and he plays the father. It's really good. I've seen, like, the recreation where they bring all the kids in to do, like, a pie or a cake scene or something like that. The cake scene in that, the principal makes this big fat kid eat an entire (laughs) chocolate cake. And it's like, (laughs) and the kids think there might be, like, blood in it or something. It's, It's so cool. And who's uh, who's in that? Um, maybe M. Beth Davids plays Miss Honey. It's a good movie. Um, but yeah, so I was just trying to move stuff with my mind the other day. And how'd it like, go? Didn't do anything really. Like oh, anything really? Like did it move like a little bit? I don't want to say anything because like who knows what's who's listening? Who's you listening? Know? Yeah. But honestly, okay, wink at me if it worked a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, have you tried? Like recently, because here's the thing Recently, too. no, but I've it, tried many times. But as a child, right? Yeah. Did you try lifting a heavy weight as a child? Because you can do that now. Stop moving me around! Holy <laughs> 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 face, man. All right, give me one, give me one, Okay, man. I'm going to start off with one from the Washington Post. With okay. the Washington Post. You know they make you some... Um, if you look at too many fucking articles on the Washington yeah, Post... Paywall. You throw an incognito and it fucking works. Fuck those people, man. Really? Prince dead. Okay. Anyway, it's from Carolyn Hacks. So she's the writer. She's great. I wonder if she's a Hacks or not. Anyways, <laughs> should I read you the name of it or just go right into the question? Um, no, Actually, go, the name's kind of right clever because it. it misleads you. Okay, that's a fine. A boyfriend is putting too much weight in the views of others. Do you know what that? Do you have any idea what this is going to be about? Is this the one that you said I would have something interesting to say about? I wonder what the fuck it could be. Yeah, it is. Anyways. Hello, Carolyn. I am in a relationship with a beautiful girl who has a wonderful personality. It's already off to a rough start. I think we would be able to get along together forever, and she would be a great mom. That's pretty good so far. That's not what I heard. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, Uncle June, how was your time in Boca? <laughs> it was great. I got to go down more often. That's not what I heard. Oh, yeah, ladies good. and gentlemen, you've heard two of the greatest Sopranos moments. So what? No fucking ZD now? Oh. Okay, so I was in the li- I was at the New York Public Library next to the Lincoln Center yesterday doing work and. Uh, I was going to send someone that little video, that but when I clicked on it, it opened on my computer and in the library in the, in the quiet reading room, it goes, so what? No fucking Zini now? And everybody looked at me. It was really embarrassing. That's fucking great. Anyways, right. the problem is, although I never see her overeat, she has continued to gain weight throughout our relationship. Interesting. Although my attraction has drifted slightly, I never really talk about it to avoid hurting her feelings. I'm at the point in my life that I want to be married, but I am self-conscious of her weight, keeping her away from my family and friends and questioning whether she is the one for me. I feel guilty about doing this. I'm caught between belief. I'm caught between belief we could make it. We, I'm caught between belief we could make it and disappointment that she has not been able to tackle the situation. I've tried to help, but anything I do turns out wrong. Interesting. And should I move on and be heartbroken or try to fix something out of my control? Am I a bad person? Are my feelings of shame unjustified or is the expectation of good health valid? Sometimes I think I need to move on and be with someone thin, but I never want to lose this woman. I want to have kids with her. She has great childbearing hips. That last line I added, but he okay. did say I want to have kids with her. Signed, confused guy. How original. Interesting. So, so the gist of it from what I heard, is like she's kind of gaining a little bit of weight and then he's kind of just like yeah the way he makes it sound like she wasn't super 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 skinny to begin with and mm-hmm. then they started dating and he really 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 likes her and he like he's got to be you know significantly older than us and yeah. he's just like I'm ready to get married like 35 40 or yeah, something like that maybe he's like 33 because at that age too it's like once you start letting yourself go it's very easy just to get used to it and just like yeah, but you're Snowball. not supposed to let yourself go until after you get married. Exactly. You know, you kind of give up after the marriage. But this, but it's also like, you know, you get into a relationship, people get comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. You end up, you know, you get Domino's once a week, twice a week, three times yeah, a week. Yeah, but he says she hasn't seen her, he hasn't seen her eating. Metabolism like weird... get worse as well, you know? Sometimes you just, you, you literally have to change what you're doing to your body against your will, you know? It's also sort of interesting that he, he stresses twice, like, I want to have kids with this woman. Yeah. Like, I know she's got great childbearing hips from the sounds of it, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's sort of weird. I mean, he says he's attracted to her, so that's not the problem. But you can't you well, can't I, have shame for your partner. He's definitely attracted to like I can I I totally see this guy like you know, he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. He got into it like he definitely like loves her, you know. He like he loves her as a person. But I think if he loved her as a person, he would have said it. No, I think it's like Oh, he has, has he said he hasn't said he loved her or something? He didn't mention love at all. Yeah, but it's safe to he assume. He says he really likes her. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> yeah. I really like her. <laughs> so you love her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't put words in my mouth, okay? Yeah. It's like The Bachelor. How'd that go? Who ended up winning? Don't get me fucking started. We'll just say, like, spoiler alert for Bachelor, spoiler I guess. Spoiler alert. Like, fucking Colton, like, has a great date with Tasha. Doesn't bang her. He's a virgin. And then he has this date with Cassie, and Cassie sits him down... He's like he says to Cassie like, "Hey, I talked to your dad after the hometowns, and your dad didn't give me permission to marry you." And Cassie kind of gets freaked out, and all this, and Cassie, who's never into Colton to begin with, mm-hmm. is like, "Okay, I, I gotta leave. This isn't gonna work." And Colton's like has a fitzky and jumps, jumps over, over a the fence. fence. Yeah. And then the next day, he goes back to Tasha and Hannah G, who didn't even get to have her date, and he's like, uh, "I'm in love with Cassie. Bye." But Cassie left. So then he goes back to Cassie, and he's like, "I got rid of the other two girls." And she's like, "What?" Cassie, the one being, she was too afraid to take his virginity. No, Cassie was just not interested in a commitment. Okay. Then why the fuck did you go on Bachelor, Cassie? I don't get money. 
Anyway, pretty. so she so doesn't like him, but she like convinced herself that she did and now they're together and it's pathetic and he's a little fucking child yeah. and she's using him. He's useless. She's useless. I had to unfollow them both on Instagram. Oh, really? I don't want to see that shit. I saw them together in person in New York this week because they were across the street from my school. They were doing some promo tour and there's an interview studio across the street from uh-huh. my building and I saw they were going to be there in like a, in like half an hour. I was like, fuck, I'm going to watch and see. And they, like, there was a look in her eyes like a, <laughs> like there was paparazzi taking pictures of them. She was like, get me the fuck out of here. What have I done? Do we know how long ago The Bachelor ended? Like a, like month, a month and ago? a half, probably okay. two months ago. So this is three like mo- three months ago, maybe. Has there ever been a thing where, like, the since the time of the like airing of the finale, they still haven't been together or something like that? Like, what do you mean? Like they they ended up together in the last episode, and then by the time the last episode comes out, they're not together. No, yes, that has happened. But okay. what, but, but they the show arranges so that they can see each other. Like they make they do that. Co- and then he ruined the whole thing because he someone posted a picture of him working out with her boy with her sister's boyfriend, like a month ago. You know, I got a great little sound clip for this. Fuck, let's hear it. I guess I was pretty horny. (laughs) Is that Nick Cage? What is that from? It's Nick Cage from Vampire's Kiss. Oh, wow. That was good. That was a good one. One more time. Toss me a, what, no fucking ZD now? So what, no fucking ZD now? Yes. That's not what I heard. (laughs) I guess I was pretty horny. Oh, those are great. And we got one more. We got one more. Yeah. Anyways, should we get into the answer? Should we about all the Bachelor talk? Well, let's talk about it, though. Um... Do you, so sounds like she's just basically gaining some weight and he's mm-hmm. a bit afraid to I would say try and tackle the weight problem together like what say hey honey you're gaining a little bit of weight and I don't want to introduce you to my family until you lose it that'll go over well what was he saying about his family being introduced to them is that he doesn't really want I don't remember I'm going to pull it up I have to pull, open it yeah, I don't remember it, if he it said was, he didn't introduce them or if he's like avoids bringing her around them Maybe avoids bringing her around, but who knows? Plus, I am I am self conscious of her weight, keeping her away from my family and friends, and questioning whether she's the one for me, like hiding her. Maybe she's gonna. Honey, where's your girlfriend? (laughs) She's not all you can eat sushi. (laughs) That was last Wednesday. She's still there. Oh man! All right, let's hear that answer. I'd say try and talk to her about it. But if you can't do that, because I think I think at that point in your life too, it's like when you're forty and you get into a mindset like that. You're gonna be way too comfy to like break that mindset for the next couple of years. So you get the fuck out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna get better. Find someone that w- can help improve you. Don't be the one in the relationship always helping improve someone else. Don't like, be in a relationship where you're trying to fix somebody. There you go. That's a great fucking soundbite. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Look, I've watched a lot. I've watched enough Bachelor, mm. Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise to know this stuff. Okay. That's very good. Thank you. So essentially, confused guy. So essentially, you're ashamed to be with her and ashamed to break up with her. That's really where you're caught. Shamed if you do, shamed if you don't, by a culture too warped to allow all kind to allow all kinds to exist in peace. And the answer is not ever to fix something out of my control. Your girlfriend is worthy and whole, which explains why anything I do turns out wrong. Like a donut hole. The very premise of changing her into someone more to your taste is wrong, though at the risk of negating my answer, unexplained weight gain slash loss equals doctor. Yeah, I don't think that's the situation. You think she's pregnant? No, I think that she's been eating. Have you seen that show? I was pregnant. I didn't even know it. No, but I remember those. I remember like the old stories about like like someone would like yeah. be sitting on the toilet, and, like oh, <laughs> I just flushed a baby. <laughs> Actually, there was an episode of a TV show, Ryan Murphy's Nine One One, where it's about it's about a fire the fire department and police, well, and they had to br- they had to break through the pipes because someone had a baby and flushed down the toilet. Flushed a fucking baby. Flushed it. That was a crazy episode. Wow, Connie Britton. 
How do you Peter Krause? How do you flush Angela a baby? Bassett? There's no way you flush a baby and when get a it baby alive. comes out and it's so fresh, it's it's someone it's, flushed it's, at the it's hospital. Pl- it's malleable, like it's it, it, it's you can. Yeah, I'm sure it's like gooey and stuff, and like it's like a octopus. no, no. She was sitting on the toilet in her apartment and just like, uh, and, then, and then she saw that she had she didn't know she was pregnant, had the baby, and was like, I'm gonna flush it. <laughs> and then someone called the cops because they heard scream, they heard crying in the pipes. <laughs> It's a TV show, right? Yeah. Anyway. And it's Ryan Murphy, so let's not count on it for the truth. Sorry, Ryan. I didn't mean for that dig. <laughs> Crying in the pipes. Yeah. Anyways, all funny. I know is that, like, FX has a new show, Fosse Vernon, and it's not produced by Ryan Murphy. Anyways, this is not to pile on shame, but instead to start your process of freeing yourself from it. To make lucid decision, decisions, you need to stop attaching value judgments and me, value judgments. Sorry, I'm having a problem today. And merely accept what is present and real. That would simplify your choices as follows. Bullet point. If you can't envision spending your life with any woman, with any other woman than this one, then propose marriage to her. People who judge you because she is fat are begging to be turned out. What you find attractive is no one else's business but yours. Bullet point two. If this is not the woman you want to marry, then break up. People who judge you because they don't like your reasons are begging to be tuned out. What you don't find attractive is no one's business but yours. That's true. Plus, she deserves someone proud to love her. Come on. There's nothing she'd change about you. (laughs) That's that you know. Yeah. I'm sure she's got a laundry list. I'm sure she does. If you're still not sure whether she's for you or, or you for her, then keep dating, but not stalling and not in secret till answers emerge. Weight and health and attraction are legitimately complicated, each unto themselves, even without society's thumb on the scale. If you can't disentangle others' opinions from your own feelings, then that's not about anyone's weight. That's about your maturity. Write to Carolyn Hacks at tellme at washingtonpost.com. Hmm. I like that she ends on a little dig. Like, you're a fucking child. You know what's funny? I have one more sound clip that's perfect for this. Ugh, let's do it, baby. Fuck you, fat asshole. <laughs> it's uh, Nicholas Cage again. Right? It's in The Weatherman? The Weatherman, yeah. Yeah, baby. The rest of that line is, fuck you, you fat asshole, dildo. <laughs> How did you cut out the dildo? <laughs> I was just too long with it. Oh, God. What do you think about that? I like that answer. She kind of... You know what was good about that? She explores all the options. She she acknowledges that she doesn't know the whole story and says, like, here are your choices, but you're also an immature child. This is the type of answer that makes me believe in, like, therapists and shit like that, because it's the same stuff that you and I knew going into it. But she puts it in such a way that it's, like, undeniable what she was saying. Mm-hmm. If you break up with her, but people give you grief about it, you should have those people in your life regardless, you right. know? And she deserves someone to love her for exactly what she is, which you aren't doing. It was a very well-crafted answer, I Okay, find. so let me ask you. If you were dating someone mm-hmm. and they all of a sudden just started to gain a ton of weight yeah. and your attraction started to change, what would you do? Um, I mean, I'm too petty. I don't think I'd do anything, but you would do something. <laughs> you wouldn't have a conversation with them at all? I'd be like, hey, like you just gained a lot of weight and I'm not attracted to you anymore. Can you lose it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's ways of approaching it. I definitely feel like there's like... You know, there's like the leading up points where it's like 20 pounds, you know, 30 pounds, 40 pounds. Is there like is there like a little bit like you have a little bit of leeway like you can go up or down 15? No problem. You know what it is? What? Um, You know, you know how they judge porn in court? The the saying. I have absolutely no idea. The the saying is um, I'll know it when I see it. A lot of times, like if people don't like, well, a lot of times when like kids. What do you mean people judge porn in court? What does that mean? Like if there's kids that shared like topless pictures or something like that, back and forth. 
Okay. A lot of people, all the times, like it's up to them to literally define what is porn and what isn't. So the saying is, I know what it is when I see it. I think that's the same way with this, where it's like you can't have one pinpointed, like, okay, when it's 15 pounds, when it's 30 right. pounds. It's like when you notice yourself as a person reacting to someone differently all of a sudden, that's when it matters, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if you came in here with green hair, I think I'd have the same sort of like reaction where it's like, okay, like this is out of the norm, you know? If you came in here and like I can noticeably see you put on like 40 pounds or something, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you, there's like little there's little bits along the way where you're like, you know what? That's the point. That's the point right there. How are you doing on your coffee, by the way? We got to roll up our rims yeah. on the show. So the deal is Gorium was... I don't know if I can say this, but he was on it. He was working on a set and they had bought coffee for the crew. It was like a it was like yeah. one of those like you get a big ca- take carton, 12. you get a carton and they get the cups. Right. Yeah. Anyway, at the end of the shoot, he realized there were five more cups and it was Ooh. Tim Hortons <laughs> roll up the rim to win for our non-Canadian viewers. That's essentially like imagine Starbucks. But like for one for like a few weeks a year, they have special cups where you roll up the rim and you can win stuff. You ever hear like the knockoff versions of that flip the lip? What is that, a country style version? I, I think it's just like Dunkin' Donuts is like, flip the lip. You know, you That's flip gross. the lip of your I'll flip you the lip. <laughs> anyway, so Gorian had five, and we were on a video chat, and I said, okay, we'll do like a deal or no deal. Yeah. I'm going to pick one of those five, and then he's going to roll up the other ones and continue to give me the opportunity to swap if I want to. Every time. To. Anyway, none of the four were winners, and my five was a winner, and he was supposed to fucking hold on to it until I got to Toronto, <laughs> and he waited. He lasted a few weeks, but then like two yesterday. days ago, yeah, yesterday he used it. So right now we have two coffees in yes. front of us. Uh, real quick, do you want to switch cups when we roll them up? I'll give you the chance to switch the cups. No. Do you a hundred percent? You don't want to switch no. the cups? No. Are no, you no. sure? No, Howie. You're positive. No. You, you have to do the whole thing. Ding. Ooh, the banker's calling. <laughs> and on the new dealer, no deal. The banker's a woman. <laughs> okay, Meghan Markle, open my case. You got. You have to do the whole. No deal, Howie. You have to do the whole fake clothes thing. Do it right now. That's the sound that plays when you close the the box. No deal, Howie. All right. No deal, Howie. Why don't you go do another five seasons of America's Got Talent, you hack? All right, I got another one. Um, this one I got into a uh, uh, argument with a friend about. I'm sure you did. I'm surprised you didn't have any gory any comments to that. You'd be like that bitch or something like that. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, that's all I can say. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> Early in the week, I was talking to my friend about coming on the podcast, and I suggested Friday. I said, do you want to come on next Friday? And he was like, the 20th, like the 23rd or whatever? I'm like, no, like this Friday, like this upcoming one, like the next Friday. So Being, what, being yesterday. Yeah, so what's your mm-hmm. whole view on the next? If I'm driving a car and I say, take the next right, would you do the immediate right that's coming up? Yes, or the following one? It's different with days. Don't give me that if shit. If it's a Thursday and I say want to hang out next Friday, and that Friday's does not tomorrow? mean tomorrow. Yeah, that does not mean tomorrow. Well, that's because you are a fucking idiot and you're saying it like that because no one say, says wanna it like that. I want to hang out on Friday. It depends how it is because if it's a Saturday and you say want to hang out next Friday, I would assume you mean the upcoming Friday. I think it depends on how far ahead it is. I guess so. What do you, but for you, it's like if you take the next right, it's always the immediate one coming up. If I say take the next right, the next right I see will be the one I take as a next. Good for you. Well, if I'm ever driving with you and you tell me take the next right and I turn and you go, <laughs> I'm at the next one. I will fucking pull over and make you get out of the car. <laughs> All right. I got another one. Let's hear it. And this one's got a visual treatment to it for the first time in Bad Vice history. That's not what I heard. Let me just. It's not what I heard. <laughs> I love you can hear the like the, it's not the what forks because they're eating dinner. It's great. <laughs> it's like cut out right in the middle of it. All right, dear Prudence, I recently dear Prudence. Boo, 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 boo. 
I recently relocated to a conservative city for work. Ooh. Can you name a conservative city? I'm not too like I don't really know like red and blue states and shit like that. It's not important. Um, like here or in, Just in the gen- US? I don't, I don't fuck. I assume it's the U.S. Jacksonville. That's like a conservative sure. city. Okay, and that just means like. It just means like a lot of Republicans live there. Okay. Most of my coworkers are older and also quite conservative. And while they've been nothing Charlottesville. but... Charlottesville? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to put a picture together. A little corn for some reason I'm picturing. Um, and while they've been nothing but polite to me, I haven't made any Did work... Did Jacksonville? He said Jacksonville. Is that a place? The Jacksonville Jaguars? That's a place. I think I meant... Ja- what was that? That was me. Okay. Well, it's the Charlotte- 10% IPA okay, I'm drinking you bought me. Mm-hmm. I think it's doing something to me. All right. Back to the question. I haven't made any work friends yet and generally eat lunch alone. A new... Don't look at your phone while I'm I fucking going talking to, see Jacksonville. to you, Jacksonville. Is that in Florida? Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. What did I say? Mississippi? You didn't say anything. Okay. You just said Jacksonville. Go ahead. A new employee my age recently joined the company and decorated her cubicle with some cool posters. One is an art print of the slippery elm plant and abortif... Fascient. I almost brought the question, this question in, by the way. Go you ahead. read this one, right? I read the beginning. I didn't read it. It's, fi- it's pretty fascinating. Okay, go ahead. I think this might be a secret pro-choice slash progressive bat signal of sorts, but I'm not sure how to ask her about it. If she just liked the image and isn't pro-choice, I'd hate to alienate her or make her angry. Are there ways I could delicately ask her about her beliefs? Should I just invite her to lunch and see if we have any non-political things in common? Making friends as an introverted adult is so hard. Sign, is my co-worker also a secret liberal? So here's a picture of... What I assume it looks like, it's like, it's just a, I, I had to specifically Google, so the plant name, or whatever it's called, it's, it's, it's... I don't understand how... So here's the thing, it, this plant, mm-hmm. I Google, if you Google the word, um, where is it, Ab- abortifacient, abortifacient, it's a chemical or like a drink that they would give to people to induce abortions back in the day, and I think it's also used now because the word abort's in the title of it, and back in the day it would come from these plants, like these like flowers and stuff, and I guess it's one of those things where it's, like, it's so specific enough that you wouldn't really see someone putting a picture of them up unless it was some sort of secret dig at like being, you know, anti-abortion. Know, wait, wait, Why would she be anti-abortion? Because she has a picture of a flower up. It's the type of flower that's literally, like, the name of the flower is like abortificium or whatever. So maybe she's pro-abortion. Pro-choice. You know what? That's a good... But Maybe it's Conservative like, city, though. That's what she's worried about. She's worried that, like, these people are, like, very conservative and she's very liberal. So I think she's trying to figure out... The writer out, is liberal? <laughs> yeah, because she's, like, she moved there. She doesn't want to, like, you know... She was saying, you know, is my coworker also a secret liberal? Because she's secretly okay, being a liberal. Okay, so she's saying that she's saying what I was, what I was assuming that maybe this is like her secret way to be like I'm, I'm an like a secret alliance member. Of, maybe. I don't know. Stop just, wrapping my cable around your fucking. I don't know. Gross it just happened. Foot. Okay. Jesus. I think this might be secret pro-choice slash progressive bat signal of sorts. Could be. So what do you think? How would you approach this? I don't think you can say to someone like I saw that picture of the flower on your wall. You're both choice, right? Especially if you're in a conservative area. I yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't say a word. I'd say invite her out to lunch and then start doing some sleuthing. Yeah, you just know? ask her about other stuff. Yeah, just like try and figure like because like like my gay brother just got married and then wait <laughs> and watch her. <laughs> but then what if she's like I can't wait to meet your gay brother? Oh, what then, dude? What then? Then you're like okay, fine. So I saw your abortion poster. <laughs> Good. Pardon me? The other thing, too, is, like, it's such a ludicrous idea that you have, like, a secret 
abortion poster. Like, what is the, what the fuck? The, Are you trying to like signal the other ones of your secret meeting? It's like you live in a conservative state, so it's like, why do you have to do the whole wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing about it? Motherfuckers here in Toronto have like the grossest abortion posters when they go out there in public and yeah, like but those people are not pro-choice. They're just paid to do that or something. What do you mean the abortion posters? With the, with the, would they have the pictures of the yeah the, the fucking fetuses? freaks? Yeah, but the... that was because they're they're against abortion. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think this woman is like has the poster up just because like just because you know. Do you think that her having the picture of this flowers up means she's more likely to be liberal or conservative? I don't think it has anything to do with it. But I definitely don't think she has this this poster up because she's pro abort because she's against abortion. It kind of just seems fishy that she has the fucking... It's like having, like, cocoa leaves or something. It's like, this bitch does cocaine. Where do you even find it? You have to get this, like, specially printed somewhere. You don't get this at Ikea. Yeah, she went to Kinko's. <laughs> she was like, Kinko's. I need a big one. <laughs> do I look like I know what a JPEG is? All right. Want me to read the answer? Sure. I'm very curious here. Who 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 was this? Prudence. Prudence. Got so it. you know it's going to be a quality answer. Mm-hmm. Yes to asking her to lunch and asking lighthearted, getting to know you questions. Absolutely no to saying, hey, is the picture of a plant in your cubicle a covert attempt to advocate for safe, legal, on-demand abortion? That's the whole answer? Yep. I agree. Yep. You really kind of screwed us there, Prudence. We kind of needed a bit more content from you, but... So, what, no fucking ziti now? Oh, oh! So what, no fucking ziti now? I would love some ziti for that. I know. You have another one? Yeah, I do. Let's do it, man. I got one from my queen, and her name is E. Jean. E. Jean is not my love. Should we do the roll up? Okay, let's do a roll up. Yeah, don't please don't sing that on my show. Yeah, sorry. We are we are very anti Michael Jackson on this show. No R. Kelly and no M. J. anymore. No R. Kelly. No M. J. And who else are we? uh... No Wendy Williams. No Jussie Smalls. No Jussie Smollett. All right. Do you want to switch? But yes to those two uh, Nigerian bodybuilders Dude, that he paid to beat him up. I would love to have pictures? them on the show. They're jacked. I didn't see them. I got to see them. You haven't seen the pictures of these guys? I love those. They would be a great, it would be a great movie about those guys, but you oh, get yeah. one actor to play both of them. You get like Barkhad Abdi. Remember him from Captain Phillips? No. <laughs> I am the captain now. You get him to play both brothers? There's a movie. Harvey Weinstein returns with a new film. Dude, you could literally put eight of those guys together and they would not make one of these fucking jacked guys that he hired. They were massive. They were so fucking thick, dude. All right. You sure you don't want to switch? Up a little more. You sure you don't want to switch? No, I'm not. Okay. I mean, okay. yes, I'm sure I don't want to switch. Okay, so you don't want to switch. Okay, should we roll? Okay, up? how about this? How about I roll up mine, and I'll look at it, and then I'll ask you if you want to switch. No, I'm not switching with you. But just let me look at it, okay? Let me do mine first. No, we have to do it at the same time. Oh, God. There goes the pop filter. Oh, my Fuck God. It. Okay, let's go. All right, here we go. You have to roll it up into the mic so they can hear the, uh... Oh, you don't... I use my teeth. I usually use my teeth, too. You know what? Here we go. Now we can do the switch thing. Do you want to switch? Yeah, but if I say yes, then you know I didn't win. Yes. None of us won None today. of us won. Jesus Christ. Well... Well, flip my so lip what? No next fucking ZD so now. What? No fucking ZD. <laughs> I still got one more. Oh, so do I. You have a lot. I want one more uh, soundboard. Oh, okay, good. I'm gonna pull another question. Go for it. This Ask E. Jean. How do I cope with rejection? Hello, dear E. Jean. What's the best Quick way? Question. Yes. You ever been rejected? <laughs> I think in grade eight, I asked out every single girl in my class and every single one said no, except for Natalie Gardner, who said who like kind of played with the idea for a couple of weeks. And then I was like, nah, 
That's interesting. What was it for? Just to like date them? Well, you know, it was just to have someone to slow dance with at bar and bat mitzvahs. That's what it was. It really was. Yeah. And Natalie, the gardener, and I did slow dance at a couple bat mitzvahs. That's good. Yeah. She, uh... I don't know what that means. Anyway, what's the best way to move on past rejection? Whether it's job rejection or romantic rejection, the conventional wisdom is to remain resolute and try, try again. But I've been doing that with no luck. What should I do? Signed, human repellent. Human repellent. Human repellent. I want that guy on this fucking show. Yeah. That guy sounds cool. Yeah, I don't know. He's going to repel. I'm the half the world record for most rejections. Hey, she <laughs> used the word heliotrope again. That's one of her favorites, eh? Oh, are you reading the answer? Well, let's talk about the No, that's the, the, the first line of the answer. I didn't read it yet. All right, what do you think? How do you, how do you cope with rejection? You changed majors. Um, That's kind of should... like rejecting your old What did I get rejected ideas. by? Not rejected, but you know, it's a big change. Yeah, I mean, the Ryerson film production program <laughs> fucking sucks, so I left. Um, how do I cope with rejection? I usually get drunk, cry, talk to my therapist, okay. and then try and start again. Jesus How do you cope Christ. with rejection? I don't know, man. Fucking masturbathon, you know? Masturbathon. Masturbathon. I think dealing with rejection is like... If you don't get, like, a job you want or, like, you put yourself... Because the whole thing with rejection... Hey, hey, hey. when was the last time you were rejected? I'm trying to think right now. Yeah, I got to think one, too. I think it's, like... Cause just because, like, guys don't really ask girls out, so to speak, anymore, you know? You're not like, Ew, would you like to attend the ball with me, you know? Yeah. It's more so in the sense, like, job rejections, all I fucking get these days, I don't think know? that's what he's talking about, though. I know. He definitely put in job rejection. He's like, I need to deal with rejection, like, uh, from a really pretty girl that you love or uh, not working at Wendy's. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Um... Give me a sec. Dealing with rejection. How about how, you know what? You reject me right now, and I'll just try and, like, sum up how that feels, okay? Okay, go ahead. Hey, um, I've had, like, a lot of fun hanging out with you recently. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Uh, did you have fun tonight? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, hey, would you, like, ever want to go and get, like, drinks with me, like, more than friends? I mean, we can get drinks, but I, I don't date guys with foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like my chewing gum in my mouth. <laughs> if I, oh man, oh no, it's too gross. Way too gross. Oh, dude. sorry, sorry, audience. It's like I've never seen someone with less foreskin that talks about it more than you. I only it's because I only talk about it with you. <laughs> you're and like Robin. Two, you're two percent foreskin. Yeah, all you say is it. Okay, here's my thing. Um, rejection. Better yourself somehow. Find something mm. that you excel at and just try and better yourself at it if you like running try and run an extra kilometer or something like that sure but do it for yourself don't yeah. do it for someone else don't be like oh I, I guess this is what they didn't like about me so i'm gonna change that exactly don't try and change to be that specific thing just try and in some way you know you, what you don't want to do is get caught in like the fucking like you know what you said crying and drinking and yeah but it's just, like, it's just like a one night thing and then you're fine the next time i don't know i mean i went on uh, I went on a, what I thought was a really nice date with this girl, and then um, afterwards I walked her to the subway, and and I and I thought everything was going great, you know, and I, I thought I was gonna try and kiss her before she got in the subway. And then all of a sudden, right when we got to the subway, I just felt the whole vibe change. I was like, oh my god, what if that wasn't actually a good date? Yeah. And then, and then I was like, maybe it wasn't. And then I asked her out again, and she said, uh, 
a no, really fun time, but no I don't deal, think it's Howie. in the I don't think it's in the cards, Howie. Not in the cards. Not in the cards. Wow, tarot fucking people, tarot man. Fuck fucking. them. More like tarot bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What the fuck were we talking about? We were doing a question right. about rejection. I can give you the answer now. Okay. Human my heliotrope. I know more about rejection than any advice columnist of my weight and age in America. Throughout my life, when rebuffed, I've stood up, rushed off, and bunged. B u n g e d. Bunged. Is it bunged? Bunged. My heart all over again. I'm jolly well been reject. I've jolly well been rejected about ninety five percent of the time. Why so often? I sulked not a second. Instead of rolling on the floor, clutching my head and sulking, I'd yodel positive hogwash like rejection makes me stronger and rejection makes me smarter. Totter out and try again. This is stupid. The key to turning around a brush off, professional or amatory is to figure out the way the ways one has made an ass of oneself and then drop a plan to avoid doing the same dumb things again. That's true. It's very smart. This is where the sulk comes in. A sulk heightens negative emotions. Negativity brings yep. critical thinking. Critical thinking improves results. Do it, Miss Human. Well, this is from the Eugene Archive. She was on vacation that week. I, I saw a she similar a note. from the Archive. Yeah, they, they go back to like 2004 and pull one. I yeah. think it's a good answer, though. I think it's like pinpoint what exactly they, they may not have liked about you, whether it's like a, you know, it, does, it doesn't always have to be like a good or a bad thing, you know? Maybe it's just like, you want, you want to practice listening more, so, mm-hmm. you know, you go to, like, a, a poetry session, just fucking listen to them for an hour or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't know if poetry's gonna say Yeah, them, you know what? Fuck the poetry. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I mean... There's no easy answers. You know, there's a... Never mind. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was like, there's a song. I was like, I'm not gonna... No, we're not, we're not doing another fucking, fucking song. song. Alright. Another musing for you? Muse! I got a musing from Robin... Oh, yeah, let's talk Robin's about that. Robin's musing was, we spoke to Robin before we started. She says, why do all old people over 65 no, 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 have to again, tell do you it again, about their... Do, do, do it normally. I can't make do a Robin impression? No. Robin says, why, do, why does everybody over 65 have to sit down and tell me this life story of their pets? Yeah, they fucking love their pets. It's all it's Robin's fault. She probably goes up and is like, oh, your dog is so cute. What's his name? And then they started on the narrative. Well, you know, you can't blame her for being friendly and then them just like being lonely as fucking. Oh, you want to hear the history of this dog? No, 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 no. You just no, got to no, walk no. away. Yeah. Nothing worse than like you're trying to get somewhere and someone's like, I want to tell you a story. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's... Or people just talk too much. It's just the worst, really. Mm-hmm. Like, there should be some sort of, like, the government should give everyone a yellow card. And it's like, if you if you want to get the fuck out of any conversation, no matter what, whether it's legal, whether it's anything, you give them the card. You just, and, like like a soccer game? Like a soccer game. You pull up the yellow card, and you're like, the warning, and then if they mm. keep going, you throw the red flag up, and you turn around and walk away. Here's what I'm thinking. I give If I give you a yellow card... If you amass more than five yellow cards during the duration of a year, you're banned. You get like lashings, like five lashings. We you know? need to bring. I think if we brought back lashings, it's a permanent reminder. It's permanent. How reminder. many yellow cards did you get this year? I mean, oh, you know what? That back. sounds. That kind of sounds bad. Just like two white guys being like, "Let's bring back lashings." <laughs> like it, it doesn't sound good. Well, you know what? Let's not bring back lashings. I think we're better off without them. I'm let's team. stick to ser- let's stick to service animals on planes. Yeah, I'm team no lash, dude. You know what I hate? When someone has a really fucking cute dog and they put that fuck and it's so obviously like like mm-hmm. they're not blind. There's nothing really it's fucking not a wrong service with them. Dog. No, it's not but a they put that fucking service dog. service dog harness thing on it. I'm like, great. Now I can't go fucking pet your dog because he's doing service. That stupid looking pug is doing fucking service. I don't think so. I think. Um 
it sends a bad message to society because it's basically um, impersonating, you know, impersonating. You should, I, you and I shouldn't walk around in police uniforms. Why should these dogs walk around in fucking social worker uniforms, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Like Social animal uniforms. And we need to crack down. As far as like service animals on planes go, it's like a fucking little dog and that should be it. And if you have like a service, pe- if you have like a, you know, a comfort peacock, then you're just not going to fly, okay? You see the pictures of the service duck on the plane? It's like, if I imagine you're sitting next to a fucking duck the whole flight, and it starts shitting, like, oh, fuck. Gilbert Gottfried fucking runs over there, like, I'm not interested. Have you ever seen anyone with a service animal that's not a dog? I see people with pets, like pot belly pigs. Cats, come on, come on. Whenever I see someone bringing a cat in a public area, I'm like... That cat hates you, bro. Mm-hmm. That cat must fucking hate mm-hmm. you. Cats don't want to be out in public. No, cats don't want to have anything to fucking do with people. No. All right. Let me pull There are very one. few cats I like. I'll be honest with you. I can name the amount of cats I like. Frankie, my boy Frankie. Mm-hmm. He's And here's the thing, too. Frankie's an OG cat. Frankie's my boy Aiden's cat. And this motherfucker gets let out at the beginning of the day, mm-hmm. does his own fucking thing all day, and then comes home at night, gets let in. That's a fucking cat. Apparently, it's not good to do that with your cats, though. There's literally outdoor cats. What do you mean it's not good for them? I don't know. You let PETA get to you, man. You let those fucking no, Facebook ads get to you. No, it's something Howard was talking about, because Howard rescue, does a lot of rescue cat stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the cats don't want to be outside all day. I'm really sure that's what they want. I don't know. Don't get your fucking biology facts from Howard Stern. What the fuck? Hey, better Howard Stern than Alex fucking Jones, okay? <laughs> that five-hour podcast Speaking of Howard Stern awesome. has a new book. It's called Howard Stern Comes Again. It comes out in May. Hey. Pre-order it now. It's number one. It went to number one on Amazon like within 10 minutes of being announced. It's really easy to manipulate Amazon as well with that stuff. That's true. And then Wendy Williams went on her show and said that Howard is like sold out and he's not funny anymore. And then Howard <laughs> went on a fucking rant and he called her a cunt like 10 times. It was really crazy. It was so crazy that they cut it out of the replay and you could not hear it again. All right. Here's one. Uh, this happened. Column? No, another oh, amusing. Music. I prefer amusing. Thank you. Um, people, Don't forget you have the one more soundboard thing. I know. People who run across red lights, but then they just keep walking once they get to the other side. It's like you were in a rush to make to run across the red, but you're walking to your destination. I like, do that. I think it's fucking bullshit. I yeah, think but you have to understand. If you the, run like, across, then you keep fucking going. What you want to save twenty seconds? Half the time you don't save any fucking time at all. Like the amount. What of times, do you mean? If you no. miss the crosswalk and you got to wait again, if you're at a busy street, how much time are you saving? In New York, how like, much time lights, are you saving in total? Five minutes. In New York, the lights mean nothing. If there's not a car that's gonna hit me, I'm gonna cross the street. I get that, but I also get where it's like you see people crossing it when it's like inconvenient. I'm not saying don't jaywalk at all. I'm saying it's like when you're standing at a busy intersection and you're just doing your own fucking thing, and then people just seem to run out into it. Like, there's no, if you're in a rush, I get it. But if you rush across the street and you keep walking and I pass you, like, that's what always what it gets to me. When I cross the light and then I pass the person that ran across the light because of my walking speed, I'm like, you save no time at all, you slow motherfucker. Well, that's different. That's like somebody who, like, ran and they're out of breath already. I don't know. I don't, like, run and then all of a sudden I'm below my regular speed. People run across and they just walk slow as fuck. I think that's what pisses me off. Where I'm like, you're 
You're Anytime so someone slow. walks slow, it pisses me off. Especially in the winter times here, man. It's dangerous. It gets down to one lane traffic. There's nothing worse than here. being like behind, walking and you're like oh, stuck behind somebody. God, dude. Especially in New York on the subways. Oh. Like if it's busy and there's people going down on one side and up on the other, and I'm stuck behind like some old, some really like old lady with a bag, and she's on like one step every ten seconds. I'm like, oh, I may as well like wait in line. Subways, I'm kind of used to by now, just because I expect it. But the worst is like when you're walking somewhere and there's like snow piles. Yeah, but also understand that the and the stairs to get into subways in Toronto are wider than they are in New York. Okay, it's I easy get it. To pass I get somebody. it. You're from New York, dude. I fucking get it. I you have it worse just than for me. You. Cunt. All right. Wendy Williams? Cues. Lesbian or not, this is weird. Hey, this relates to something we talked about earlier. Oh, go fuck ahead. Off. I wouldn't bring it up, but go ahead. Thank you. When I started college last year, I decided to share a house with my best friend and two other girls. One of the other girls left, and we had to scramble to get someone new. The new roommate is a grad student, a few years older than us, and she had just broken up with her partner, and thus needed somewhere new on short notice. I'm not sure we'd have been her pick for an ideal place or roommates, but she's nice if a bit reserved. What's the question? Oh, we're getting there. Okay. You I'm into I'm into it so far. I'm kind of like... So like a lot know, of, now I'm getting comfortable. A lot of people that I know seem to do the thing where it's like they move in with not... not I guess it is. They move in with strangers or it's like they just like, you know, have a place and they get someone off like Kijiji or Buns that or seems, Facebook. That's so, that seems crazy. I've me. never... The the idea of living with a complete stranger has always yeah. been a little odd. Like, it's I'll, such a risk. It is a huge risk. And my friend Mitchell told me an incredible living story Living with a friend recently. is a risk, let alone a stranger. My friend um, told me a story about how one of our mutual friends was living somewhere in Boston with three random people she met online. And one of the people was dating someone that had like nine warrants out for his arrest and the police showed up at the house and fucking searched everything and he was like embezzling money and all this shit it was one of those stories where i was like i don't fucking believe this because it's so crazy and she lived with these people my friend she lived with these people wow. i'm terrified of that happening i don't even like living with like my friends you know because who the fuck knows why it happened but a stranger i give you fucking mad respect if you live with strangers like this you know all right are you going to live in New York after you graduate? Um, unfortunately, after I graduate, I have six months. To get a visa to, or green card. It's so hard. It's very difficult, especially in my line of work, to find somebody yeah, who's going to pay, who's going to like... Give you a green card or yeah, the, whatever. It's it's not an easy thing to do, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, my best friend and our other roommate are weirdly obsessed with the idea that the new roommate is a lesbian. I have no idea whether she is and don't care but they're all doing these weird parent trap by way of catfish stunts to try and prove that she's into girls. So Fuck. far, they've gone on dating sites to see if she was on there, stalked her Facebook and Twitter, made fake accounts, and tried to set her up with a date with a friend who has a gender-neutral name. I am massively uncomfortable with this whole thing. I've told them to quit it and that it's invasive, but they just said I was a spoil sport. My friend suggested that I should come on to the roommate to see what happens so they know one way or another. Oh my god. But I have a boyfriend. She is way out of my league. Hmm. And it would be impossible... It would be impossibly horrible no matter how she reacted. Like I said, I feel like this is solidly inappropriate. I'm just not sure how I should deal with it. Should I tell our new roommate? I've tried to think what I'd want in this situation, but I go back and forth on whether I'd want to know. Some other relevant info. One, as far as I know, both of my roommates are straight, but the new roommate is very cool, fashionable, and a lot more together than we are. So it could be a sort of girl crush aspirational thing. 
too. I have a big crush on the new roommate. Because of the boyfriend and roommate stuff, I don't mean for this to go anywhere, but I know it makes me want to avoid this quite weird com conversation with her. That's it. Her, sorry, she lives with... Uh, three roommates. One was the, the fill-in. And she might be the lesbian. So she has one roommate that, that she's that she was with before, and then the the new no, one. Uh, two roommates, and then the villain. And the villain, yeah. So the you two roommates like, are the ones that are like sneaking them out. It's so like, I was rolling my eyes the entire time you were yeah, like, it's so fucking immature. I it's ridiculous. Like, what does it fucking matter? First of all, you already mentioned that she's out of your league, so it's not like she's going to try and fuck you or anything. So like, yeah. what does it matter if she's if she's gay or not? I totally understand the curiosity. Just because it's like I know, but to go so far as like exactly. make fake accounts, like it's, and to say like she's a spoil sport, like no, she's a fucking adult. Yeah. First of all, who's a spoil sport? Well, yeah. I've never heard that before. Fucking what is this nineteen? What is this nineteen sixty one? You're being a real spoil sport. You're being a real spoil sport. Hey, I'm Humphrey Bogart. I would tell the roommate and the Maltese Falcon in her. I would tell the roommate to try and just like fuck with them. Like I would tell her, I'd be like, hey, listen, I think this is pretty fucked up. I want you to know. But I didn't tell them yet. Yeah, that would be funny. And just try and get that like. That would be really funny. If there's some sort of ultimate prank that you could really get them mm -hmm. in, I think team up with her and try and fucking figure that out. Because like, I don't know, people's own like personal lives. We're all curious. Like, you know, you we're all curious to be like, hey, are they straight or are they lesbian or, you know? But to do this whole, like, fucking yeah, we're Columbo curious, We're thing. curious in cases where it might affect us. Like, if you meet a, if you meet a woman who you really like, but for some reason you think she might be gay. Like, I understand that. But there's, like, whether or not her roommate is a lesbian has no effect on anything. No. But I, I also think it's, like, if I heard, like, a little, like, thumping from a room, you know? If I heard, like, a mm, 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 I'd be like, are they a tuba player? I'd be curious. Sure. You know, I'd be like, all right. Like, but I also feel like, like what, like if the roommate, if she finds out about this, like what a huge betrayal of trust. Oh, like hell you have yeah, to understand, dude. like it's risky for the three of, for the three of you to take on a, someone who none of you know, but think about for, for that person, you're going to yeah, live dude. with three people Strangers. you don't know and they're going to like, like it's terrible. Plus, Leave her alone or just ask her, like say, what's your deal or something and ask your roommates. It's okay to ask. It's okay to ask. I'd say try we're, and we're like adults. befriend her too. Cause it, she said that she was way out of her league. Yeah, she sounds really fucking cool. Sounds like she has, like, way hot friends, too. Fucking ditch your other two friends. Hang out with this girl. She seems chill as fuck, you know? Yeah, but you know who doesn't seem chill as fuck? The, the three, the, the three, whoever the people who live yeah, there the originally are. Yeah, chuckle fucks doing their own, like... Well, and the two roommates and this girl who wrote the question, I'm sure she's not so cool. Well, the fact that she wrote in and, like, she talked about it and whatnot, you know, I, she seems like she's a bit more, you know, stable and, like, you know... A bit more, but there's an adult way to handle this and no one is doing it. No, but you can totally see where it's like... It's just a non-issue. It's a non-issue, but in her shoes, like the person that wrote what is in... It, is there like some gay fear behind this? That's what I'm sort of wondering. You're wondering for the other people like yeah, to figure like, it out? Yeah, if, if they like or maybe are not okay with someone being a lesbian. I don't know. I assume or maybe like, they don't know. Uh, they don't know gay people, so it's so foreign to them. Yeah, and I they're think so, that's what so, it is. Um, they're romanticizing it in yeah. a sense, and they're so fascinated by it. Plus, like, they probably have no fucking jobs and just have, like, n all the time in the world to do this shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's four people all living <laughs> together, so. But I will say, though, that from the person that wrote in, her point of view, it's definitely, like, you don't want to fucking upset your roommates and then, like, they want to move out and they need to find someone new all of a sudden. Is it really going to accept some upset someone that much to be like, hey, can you lay off, like, snooping in this girl's business? I think that's what she she said. She told that them to though, like she's told them that, and she called her a spoil sport. Remember? So I think talk to the roommate, you know. 
But it's like also, you know, I totally get her like asking for advice on like what the fuck to do because you don't want your because I've had roommates before where like the whole thing kind of like turns to shit and it's kind of like you know you you don't ever want to be uncomfortable living in your own house. I think that's what it is. I get that. I don't know. know. I only ever lived. I only ever lived with Greg and exactly. We really had no issues for the most part. The more people you're living with, the the more it's always like, all right, like, well, what if they don't pay their rent? Blah blah blah. That type of shit. Mm -hmm. You know. I'd say. Try and get a place with just this person, you know? You could probably afford a cheaper two-place person than, like, a four-place. You know what's always weird? I always want to live in, like, cable TV. Like, you ever watch New Girl and you're like, there's no way they can afford that. There's no way they no, can afford that. No, but once that. I watched New Girl and I was like, this fucking sucks! You don't like New Girl? Oh, my God. Zoe Deschanel, I, I'm, I've never been more over somebody. She'd never hit for me. Like, I like it to was be just, under somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I have no interest in her. I, I remember I binged, like, three seasons I prefer Emily Deschanel, Star good. of Bones. Really? No, I watched. I once, once when I was a kid, I was like, I'm gonna watch Bones, and I watched it one week, and I watched it the next week, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch Bones anymore. Is her whole thing just like solving mysteries with bones? What if there's no bone left at the scene of the crime? I honestly don't remember. Her name is Bones or something. I think her name's Doctor Bones, isn't it? I, I hope they made a lot of jokes about that. <laughs> All right, let's read this answer. Doctor Bones, don't mind if I do. A, oh, that's answer. My best Canadian. No. Oh. Oh my God! Please tell her she has a right to know that the women mm-hmm. she lives with, and she has a right to know that the women she lives with and presumably feel safe around have made a sport out of her sexual orientation and are actively trying to catfish her. Right now, she trusts them, and you have an excellent reasons to know that she shouldn't. As far as your points at the end, when it comes to number one, it really doesn't matter whether your roommate's inappropriate behavior is driven by titillation, attraction, repulsion, judgment, or some combination of all of them. Can you get off your phone while we're podcasting? I'm just okay. Scum fuck. I don't know what I'm doing on there, okay? Mistreating trying someone. To pull up another and question. Trying to justify it with attraction is wrong when it's a little boy showing shoving a little girl in the playground. It's because she likes you. And it's wrong when straight people do it to gay or perceived mm-hmm. as gay people. Please don't try to justify cruelty with it. With number two, don't let your own discomfort be the deciding factor here. Set your own crush on the side of set your own crush on the girl aside and let her know Wait. what her roommates are doing. Wait, she's a crush on her? Yeah. She said, uh, number two, I do have a big crush on the new roommate because of the boyfriend and roommate stuff. I don't mean for this to go anywhere, but I know it makes me want to avoid this quite weird conversation with her. Uh, uh, did I miss that before? Yeah, probably because you're on your fucking phone, dude. Um, set your own crush aside uh, that you have tried to get them to stop and they like refuse. A, like, a, like a cute girl crush or this or she's bi or what's the deal? She wasn't specific, but I assume she has an attraction towards her. Right. So she doesn't even want to have this uncomfortable situation with it where it's like. Hey, by the way, all the shit. Anyways, uh, my last musing. Don't forget that soundboard. I know. I, I'm trying to pull up, find the perfect place to put it. Though. Okay. Um, cereal stuck on bowls. You ever clean a cereal bowl the day after, and it's like cement. It's fucking cement, and you're like, you don't want to like, you don't want to soak it because you're like. I should have done that last night. I left mm-hmm. a dry cereal bowl in the fucking sink, and you're trying to scrub it the fuck yeah. off. Well, you know what I actually read that dishwashers clean. Dishes better if they're if they're more soiled. Like if you scrub something mostly clean and then put it in the dishwasher, it would get cleaner if you didn't. Apparently, how the fuck does that make any sense, bro? I don't know. It's like taking a shower is better well, because if you're apparently like the the, 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 the the detergent like latches on to. Oh, maybe it latches onto the big clumps and yeah, takes the yeah. whole clumps off. Versus right. like if you just versus leave, like, like those little little streak might be might require scrubbing. Because here's the thing: if you if you wipe it, like if you try and like you know pre rinse it or something. 
You're putting on what you're putting in the fucking sh- the machine is the hardest to scrub stuff. It's the stuff that you couldn't scrub right. off. So why do you think of water squirting out of some holes going to make you able to do it? It's pretty true. There you go. Dishwasher tips from Mad Vice. All right, I think we got Bet one more. Bet you didn't expect that. Uh, oh, I think that, that that was all of them. We did the lesbian catfish, the tattoo breast, imprisoned in Virginia. And is my colleague sending out our secret pro choice message? I did four. How many? Um, how long has this been going on for? <sighs> I don't know. Not that long. I think we're like an hour, hour eleven in. That's like a decent length. I think we did fine. I, I think, think I'd love fine. to hear this soundbite though. It's, it's and then maybe I'll sing us a song on our way out of here. You're, you're. I feel like it's a really good soundbite too. You ready for this? Born ready. Are you a simpleton? (laughs) (laughs) Give it to me again. Are you a simpleton? Yes. Are you a simpleton? From our main man, John Malkovich, star of the film Bird Box. Oh, God. Are you a simpleton? Someone get me a fucking blindfold because I'm going down the fucking river in a canoe. All right. Where can you find us? You can find us on Bad Vice Podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram, badvicepodcast.ca. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You were on Podbean, but the, something's going on there. Oh, is it? That's where we host it. So I don't know why there would be a problem yeah, with that. I, but I switched from Podbean to Spotify for listening to the podcast. So You I don't, don't do really Apple know. Podcasts? No. Interesting. It's a really good podcast client on like just Apple phones. We get like 80% of our listeners on that, so... I don't, I don't know. I like Spotify. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Matt Hoffman. You can find Robin she's in South Africa or on Instagram at Robin E. Heb. Is that right? Robin E. Heb. Robin E. Heb. Or as we like to call her, Robin Heb. That's not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gorin and I are going to go have some sushi. Yeah, it's going to be delish. Yeah, we're not really though. That was just a Sopranos. Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't really edit these anymore, so I just have a song preloaded to end us out on. So well, I could just sing us out on something else, and you can sing us out. Take and then... me now, baby. Here as I am, pull me close. Try and understand. Desire is hunger. Is the fire I breathe? Love is a banquet on which we feed. Come on now, try and understand the way I feel under your command. Take my hand as the sun descends. They can't hurt you now, can't hurt you now. Because the night belongs to lovers. Because the night belongs to last. Because the night belongs to lovers. Because the night belongs to us. That's very good. Thank you. That's my Patty Smith. We'll see you another time. Another time, another place. Peace.